At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. All right, so I have reset all the things. I have the latest up-to-date version of Skype, and we reset the router. This week on Dueling Review, we take a look at all-new Wolverine Annual Number 1. An all-new story featuring your favorite surviving claw-popping characters. All-new Wolverine plus Spider-Gwen equals all-new Wolver-Gwen and Spider-Reen. Gabby, the world's most dangerous little sister, plus Jonathan the Wolverine. Wasn't X-23... I thought she was Asian for some reason. Uh, well, she's half Wolverine. Uh-huh, so she's, she's Australian. she's half... She's... <laughs> Man, 80s cartoons ruined everything for you. You're like the worst. Uh, and her mother, I know her mother is not Monica Rappuccini because Monica Rappuccini is the mother of the Scorpion, who's another uh, teenage girl version of a character. Her mother is a a scientist, and she used her own genetics Basically, okay. so she's part Wolverine and she's part uh, another person. For some I believe reason, she I always was thought super she was... Asian on in the cartoon where maybe she first that's appeared. what it is. Maybe that's what it is, and that's what's got me screwed up because I was like, okay, so who's this Laura Kinney person? How come they're not calling her X twenty three? Of course, obviously, she's the all new Wolverine. But at some point in the, you know, here's the things you missed while you didn't read this book in forever, Stephen. Uh, you know, they, mm-hmm. they say Laura Kinney was created to be a weapon, but they never say anything about X-23 in there. So I'm like, okay, so is this someone else from another dimension or what's going on with this? Uh, so that's why I wanted to. Laura is her name. X-23 okay. was her designation. All right. All right. Um, yeah. So that's why I just, I was a little confused. So yes, thank you animation for putting that in my ruining head. Ruining everything. For ruining everything. Um, so well, and if you read the original NYX limited series. Uh-huh. Uh, you really, I don't know. I mean, that was a terrible book. So just assume that didn't happen. Well, I, I'll, I'll say this right up front. I'm giving all new Wolverine annual number one, two snicks up. Right. This was a fun book. It was totally fun. And I don't know. I mean, uh, this is written by, uh, uh, by Tom Taylor. I don't know if he's been writing all new Wolverine all this time. And if this is how much fun the series has been. Or if this is one of those rare cases where an annual comes out written by someone else, that's a totally different take on the character. So now when I go out and buy all new Wolverine, it's not going to be this same stuff. I believe Tom Taylor has been writing the regular book. And the whole thing with her living in Wolverine's apartment with her own clone and a live Wolverine named Jonathan that is the setup for her solo book, All New Wolverine. Well, I'm going to be adding that to my collection. Now, does she, uh, does Wolverpig uh, keep showing up or Spider-Ham keep showing up that, every time she bangs her head? This is the first time I've seen Wolverhampton, I believe. But that's, you know, that's something that I, I don't know. It's funny, though. I like it. And uh, this, this uh, Spider-Gwen, who we've read before. But we've only read Spider Gwen when she's yes. after Secret Wars, when she's, or at least I have, when she's in the new 
only Marvel Universe, no 616, there's only one. But I kind of want to read this uh, Spider-Gwen right. universe. I mean, I... Spider-Gwen's I, solo title takes place in an alternate universe. Oh, well, see, there's another one I'm adding on to it, because I want to see a young Black Reed Richards with his uh, fade yes. instead of his gray, is, instead of his gray going on. But Maybe he's got... He's gray. The gray. Yeah, he's got the gray patches is that it has one downside and it's the one downside of this issue the only negative of this issue which is you remember how the you remember how the ultimate marvel universe was kind of a separate thing and never the twain shall meet right right until spider-man and it was like big deal yeah 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 gwen's alternate universe is like driving through the tunnel to west orange new jersey She's constantly interacting with the main Marvel's universe, whatever it is, Earth one of the Marvel universe. And it makes it feel weird for me because she does live in an alternate universe. She's on another Earth. Oh, I thought that everything had been uh, condensed different down. Stuff, but she's literally constantly. Yeah, I thought everything had been condensed yeah. down. Into, There's still an alternate one, Earth. Huh, that's really weird. That seems to be... Uh, this a disconnect from the uh, Secret Wars. Way to go, Secret Wars! So uh, the upshot on this is that um, someone called the Red Hornet, not the Brown Hornet, because you know that'd be a different property altogether. Uh, has caused was yeah that that's probably not a property you can work with. Yeah, uh, has caused the um, the heroes to swap brains, but not bodies. Uh, and initially the Red Hornet was trying to send Wolverine mm -hmm. clear to this other dimension away because Wolverine, Logan, had killed her her uncle. And she's upset about that. But now she realizes her mistake and she figures mm -hmm. out a way to swap their baddies, bodies back. But not before uh, all sorts of uh, shenanigans happen in uh, your Freaky Friday uh, situation. <laughs> Where Spider-Gwen inside of X-23's body is like, how do these uh, knives come out my fist? No, don't point it at your face. It uh, It is pretty cool. I uh, enjoyed the heck out of this, this story. It's gross. <laughs> I know, right? But I enjoyed the heck out of this story. It was so much yeah. fun. Matthew. Ah, the joys of sh internet ladies and gentlemen ah you gots to love the internet's connections because the internets are what make this show possible remember when the internet sucks you know it's dueling review yeah so i was saying that this uh this issue was was really a lot of fun even though it was kind of a freaky friday uh flip around yes and the thing that i really like about it is it's done its homework the hornet is an actual character. He was one of the slingers. He was murdered by Wolverine when Wolverine was evil for a minute. When was that? I think he was killed by Wolverine during uh, the events of Enemy of the State a few years ago. Oh, okay. Where Wolverine also killed North Star of the X-Men. Mm. But but he, he got better. But the Hornet was one of the slingers in like 1999, and he was a, a kind of a cool character. And we hadn't seen anything or heard anything about him. And I'm like, oh, maybe he doesn't exist. But yeah, the, this whole thing of all the Marvel realities are condensed into one, that's not exactly true. Because there are still alternate realities 
comics, as we see in Spider-Verse. Yeah, yeah. Those alternate Spider-Mens. Well, I may, have to, I may have to track down some Spider-Gwen stuff because I really got a kick out of her portrayal. I know we've seen her, you know, post-Secret Wars where everything is wacky and crazy and she can do whatever she wants because she realizes she's in a comic book and therefore can't die kind of stuff. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Gwenpool. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Same thing, right? Yeah. They're all the same Different character. characters. No, oh, okay. No. Yeah. See, Gwen Poole is actually a woman named Gwen Poole. Uh-huh. Spider-Gwen is the Gwen Stacy of an alternate <laughs> universe who was bitten instead of Pete Parker. Well, I, I want to read some more Spider-Gwen. How about that? People look at me weird when I wear my Spider-Gwen Spider shirt, but I don't spider. care. Does whatever a spider can. Yep. Uh, so um, <laughs> the art was really good. I enjoyed the heck out of the art. Uh, yes. I thought it was um, was right in line with the feel of the piece, and I like it when your um, your art by uh, Marcio Takara, I believe is how you say his name, mm -hmm. um, or her name, but uh, the art was really, really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yes, and the thing that's really great about it is when you talk about a simple art style, sometimes it's an insult. Here it is the selling point. This is something that is clean. It's straightforward, but it's exciting and it's really good looking art. And uh, Marcio Takara is a man. Mm -hmm. And by the way, okay, he drew uh, Dynamo Five and uh, Incorruptible a few years ago. If you remember mm -hmm. Incorruptible, the Mark Wade joint yeah, yeah, from yeah. Uh, was it Boom? Yeah, Boom, probably. Yeah, but this this issue looks phenomenal. The the main characters look incredible, mm -hmm. and there's a moment where we see Gwen with her band, the Mary Janes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just a beautiful sequence. I mean, it's it's dead solid, perfect art wise. I give this five for five on the art. Oh yeah, this is this is totally totally good. And there are so many. What's the nice about the art is that there are just enough panels where you can get a full pose on these characters in their costume to mm -hmm. where it would be like, okay, screen grab, Photoshop, wallpaper done. You know, where yeah. you could just easily cut out the cut out the characters. Uh, from yeah. the background and use that. If you if you were some dude who, for instance, was doing lists of superheroes on the Twitter, Marcio Takara, man, that that guy is just a godsend yeah. because you can find all sorts of good things if such a person exists. Which yeah, I don't, I don't think that do. I don't think they do because that'd be kind of lame. Yeah. But anyway, hey. Um. So yeah, I just mean I, I think this is I think this is a good book. And and at first, so the the biggest problem that I had with this, and I need to go and check something really quick. But mm -hmm. the the biggest problem that I had with this was that this book was maybe a bit more expensive than I thought it would be. Uh, I think it's a four ninety nine book, a four ninety nine annual, yeah. And I was expecting like sixty pages, right? And we get thirty eight uh, pages, but that is because some of those pages have some concept art stuff. But I mean, you're looking at a twenty eight, hey, you're looking at a thirty two page comic. For five right. bucks, which a little bit more expensive than than I was hoping for, or well, that I Marvel's wanted. general price point is three ninety nine for twenty two pages, which is probably a larger problem with Marvel in the industry. Yeah, but yeah, I I agree with you that that price point is one of those sticking bits for me. But you so, know, it's hopefully, unfortunately. The Spider-Gwen and uh, all-new Wolverine books are now old enough that maybe they've dropped down to 99 cents because that's about the price point that I would be willing to pay for the back issues. 
But right. uh, I am definitely not going to be buying single issues at four ninety nine at this price, even yeah. though the story is really good. I just can't see spinning that on on this uh, on this book. I think they're a buck ninety nine in the back issues, but I haven't bought any for oh. a while. Some of them go down to ninety nine cents. Like next week yeah. on um, uh, the Major Spoilers podcast, we'll be reviewing the first six issues of the two thousand six Wolverine or uh, Blue Beetle run, mm-hmm. and those are ninety nine cents a piece. Yeah, looking forward to those. Yeah, that, that'll be really fun. So, um, yeah, that's where we're going. And all new Wolverine Annual number one, big thumbs up. I mean, a huge, like I said, double snicks uh, all around yeah. uh, on this. Now, does uh, X-23, she still have the things that shoot out of her toes or just out of her fists? She does have foot claws. I haven't seen her use them as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. But I have not been reading anything regularly, so I may have missed an issue or two of Wolverine. I read the first four issues, and I don't recall her using her toe claws, but she's got them. And, and what's the deal with Gabby? Does she have some snick-snick powers, or is she just invincible? I don't think that Gabby has snickety-snicks, but I believe that Gabby, as a clone of Laura, has a healing factor. One-quarter power healing factor? Something like that, yeah. Because you see the scars on her face. I right. believe that she she has healed from injuries, but I may be wrong on, on that too. But pet Wolverine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan the Wolverine. Who, by the way, is on the cover doing the badass, badass power walk, walk yeah, in yeah. sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. They're all in sunglasses. That was pretty cool too. So Yeah, it's a great it's a great cover. Yeah, yeah. It really is. So everybody go out, rush out, check out uh, all new Wolverine annual number one. And then uh, next week, when you head to your comic book store, maybe you can check out Bounty number three from Dark Horse Comics or Rise of the Black Flame number one. That is the Hellboy uh, series. That uh, sounds like a metal band. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, DC Comics has Aquaman number six, Batman number six. Uh, let's see. Cyborg Rebirth number one, Flintstones number three, Green Arrow number six, Nightwing number four, Supergirl yeah. number one, and Superman number six. Also, Unfollow number 11, which is a Mature Reader's book, 399. Mm-hmm. Image Comics has Beauty number 10, Eclipse number 1, Kill or Be Killed number 2. What is this? Kill 6 Billion Demons, Trade Paperback, Volume 1. That's a story about a woman who has to kill 6 billion demons. Man, she'll never be done with that. No, no, no. She's really good. Oh, so she can kill she like kills a million them of them at a time? Like, like seven in one blow. No. Sex like number 20. Th- 15, Sex 31 is a mature reader's book, comes out 399. Ooh, maybe we should play the game. How many books next week? Non-trade paperback, Matthew. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, mm-hmm. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. 16 books next week from Image Comics, not counting duplicates, not counting second covers or trade paperbacks or anything. How many of those Mm -hmm. do not have the mature readers tag? Six. Well, let's see. Nope, you're very close, though. Four of them do not have mature reader tags. So that would be uh, Eclipse, Faster Than Light, uh, Midnight of the Soul. No, that one's got a five. That's got a mature readers. Nowhere Men and Paper Girls. Those are the only four that do not have the mature readers tag next week from Image Comics. Thanks for playing, though. Uh, Marvel Comics Uh-oh. has the all new, all different Avengers number 14. 
uh, Color Your Own Women of Power trade paperback. It's one of them coloring book things. Uh, Deadpool and the Mercs for Money, number three. Doctor Strange, number 11. Marvel Zoom Zooms. Uh, that game just came out uh, today on the uh, mobile devices. So if you want to play the Marvel Zoom Zooms, you better get on it. And Matthew, you and I can play together. You can team up with a friend to play these games. Zoom Zoom? Yeah, yeah. The Marvel Zoom Zoom game. Zoom Zoom. Moon Knight, number six. Secret Wars trade paperback. That's a $35 book. Silk, number 12. Spider-Man. Miles Morales trade paperback volume one, Spidey number 10, Squadron Supreme number 11, Star Wars Poe Dameron number six, all coming out Dameron. In all the po rest category, Dameron. we have Archer and Armstrong number seven, Adventure Time number 50. That's the Emerald City Comic Con exclusive that you can get for 70 bucks. Oi. Yeah. I think uh, I can get a real Jake the Dog <laughs> for 70 bucks. Uh, let's see. Uh, Big Nate Revenge of Cream Puffs trade paperback. My son likes those Big Nate books. He'd probably want that. Big Nate. Uh, crossed plus 100, number 18. That's only three ninety nine. although you can get uh, the American History X wraparound cover. Uh, uh, Dishonored, number two, Disney Gravity Falls. Ooh, I'm going to get this one. Disney Gravity, Gravity Falls, Cinestory Trade Paperback, Volume 2. Only problem with, I don't like those Cinestory comics that much. Oh, yeah? Because it's what are just those? well, it's uh, you've probably seen these before. They have these Star Trek Cine story things. Um, who's writing those? Is it John Byrne? John I think Byrne? John Byrne is doing it. Oh, the Fumetti books where yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. okay, where they just basically take screen grabs from the show and then yeah. they put the words in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what the Cine yeah. story books are. I'm not a big fan of those, but Gravity Falls would work because it's cartoony. So we'll see. Uh, Evil Ernie, God Eater, number two of five, Future Proof, number twelve. Ghoul Scouts, Night of the Unliving Dead, number four. Blah. Gold Digger, 236. I'm not saying she's a gold digger. Joyride, number nine. I'm not saying she's a joyride. There's also a Joyride, number one, that has a 9.9. That's a uh, Emerald City Comic Con exclusive for 9.99. So wait, issue nine is 2.99 and issue one is 9.99? Yeah, issue nine is two nine is 3.99, but the uh, Emerald City Comic Con exclusive is 9.99 of issue one. Ooh. La di da. Men of Mystery 101, Mercury Heat number 11, uh, Knights Dominion number one, Paradise Residence Graphic Novel Volume 3, The Ravening number three. That one has a Goth Deco cover, a nude cover, a Succubi cover, a Succubi nude cover, a Temptation <laughs> cover, a Temptation nude cover, a Wraparound cover, and a Wraparound nude cover. I do not want to see the Temptations nude. Five ninety nine, seven ninety nine, depending on which one you are getting. The nude covers are two bucks more. Oh wow! There you go. Nude covers are such a weird thing. Yeah, purient tax or purient tax. I guess Rebel number one, uh, six number Rebel. eight, Skyborn number one, Smurfs graphic novel twenty one, the Wild Smurf. That's a if you get into the soft cover, it's seven ninety nine. If you want the hard cover, that's twelve ninety nine. Hardcovers are better. We got the hardcover of the first two or three of them. And they're nicer that way. But they're not that thick, though, yeah. with a, with a hardcover. For, what, 64 pages or whatever that come with that? Yeah, but they keep better, and you can put them in the actual bookshelf. Oh, okay. Yeah, Widget likes hers. We got, we got uh, the Purple Smurf. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. And we got, um, there was something else. Maybe it was the Magic Flute. That was That's another one that, that, that has come out recently. Yeah. With, and by recently, I mean with... I think that Magic Flute was probably like volume five or something like that. That mm -hmm. is from Paper Cuts. 
Uh, yes. So you can go uh, check that out. And then finally, we have uh, what is this? Zagor Voodoo Vendetta graphic novel Zagor. for thirteen ninety nine. I have no idea what this is. I've got. Well, Zagor is the name of an Italian character from like the Golden Age. Well, let us look up Zagor Voodoo Vendetta graphic novel. Zagor is caught in a web of beautiful and powerful voodoo witch Marlene Laveau, who raises the dead in order to reach her lofty goals of rebuilding an ancient empire of Song Hay. Our hero, hero will have to defeat the blanket of death that surrounds him and survive the dark powers she kindles. Is it a guy in a red shirt with like a hawk yeah. symbol? Uh-huh. Yeah, Zagor. He's an, he's an Italian pulpy guy. Yeah, cool. It's like, uh, it looks like Prince Phantom. Valiant. Yeah, he's like the Phantom, only Italian. Epicenter Comics is who's releasing that. I didn't realize they were still making Zagor. Well, I don't know if they're still making it because um, Uh, it's a graphic novel, so it may be a reprint. It doesn't say if it's a reprint of, because it's got uh, Bocelli and uh, Laurenti as the creator. So I'm imagining that this may be just a reprint, an American reprint. Of an old story. Of an old story. Well, so. Yeah. It's good to see Zagor, because you know you see Zagor. Man, you never, you, you learn something new every day. Next week on Dueling Review. Kim and Kim, number two. Kim and Kim return with their interstellar journey of friendship, adolescent mischief, and cephalopod mania. Will they chase down that ridiculous bounty? Will Kim Q reconcile with her dad? Will they come up with enough cash to buy more booze? Not yet, because first they got to get into some bar fights and accidentally tear open a rift in the fabric of space-time or something. Fighting and science together at last. You can show your support for this show and everything we do at Major Spoilers by becoming a Major Spoilers Patreon member at patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Your contribution allows us to keep this show going, pay for our growing costs, and gives us the motivation to produce more shows for you each and every week. Find out more at patreon.com slash majorspoilers. Thank you so much for checking out Dueling Review, and we will talk with you next time when you will hear Matthew maybe say... Zagor's real name is Zagor Tenay, which means with a hatchet. This podcast is copyright 2016 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.